Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesdays Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now today we have two questions um, that we're going to discuss but um, they are related. That is why I decided to um, put them together and discuss both of them so that you can get a better understanding of this subject. Okay, so the first question is, what is the second heaven? And the second question is, what are the heavenly places or heavenly realms? Okay, so let's jump into the first question. So I just want to remind you guys that I'm giving out a lot of scriptures during these podcasts. So I would suggest that you um, write them down and then go and do your research in the Bible. The main goal of this program is to get people to um, open the, the Bibles and go and find out for themselves what the truth is and what God has to say about a certain subject and not what people's opinion is of what they think um, God says, but what he actually said himself. Okay, so the second heaven is not called such in scripture. Rather, the existence of the second heaven is inferred from the fact that the Bible speaks of a third heaven. And if there is a third heaven, there must be a first heaven and second heaven too. The idea that more than one type of heaven exists is confirmed in Hebrews 7 verse 26, which says that Jesus, our high priest, is exalted above the heavens. In other words, Jesus is in a heaven beyond other heavens. The third heaven is mentioned in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 2. Paul says, I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. In verse 4, Paul equates the third heaven with paradise, the realm where God dwells. If the third heaven is God's dwelling place, then we could consider the second heaven to be outer space, the realm of the stars and planets, and the first heaven to be earth's atmosphere, the realm of the birds and clouds. The term heaven is used in scripture to refer to all three realms. Psalm 104 verse 12 speaks of the birds of the heaven. This would be the first heaven, the atmosphere of earth. In Isaiah 13 verse 10, we find the stars of heaven and their constellations, a reference to the second heaven, outer space. And Revelation 11 verse 19 describes the opening of God's temple in heaven, the third heaven, or God's dwelling place. Now, the some charismatic groups use the term second heaven in reference to Satan's domain and anything that comes from there. They take biblical descriptions of Satan being the ruler of the kingdom of the air, according to Ephesians 2 verse 2, and demons being the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, we are going to um, jump to the second question because it will give us a better understanding of what we've just um, spoke about um, here now. Okay, so 
what are the heavenly places or heavenly realms? Now, the phrase heavenly places or heavenly realms is used several times in the book of Ephesians. The phrase is translated from the Greek word "eperaneus," meaning the sphere of spiritual activities. Heavenly realms can refer to both angelic and demonic activity. Ephesians 1 verse 20 says that God raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. But Ephesians 6 verse 12 speaks of evil forces in the same realm. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. As flesh and blood humans, we have very little understanding of the spirit world. We cannot see, hear or touch it. However, the Bible assumes it and we can glean inside into a world we cannot see by studying what God tells us about it. First of all, God is spirit. You can read about this in John 4 verse 24. He exists outside the bounds of time, space and matter. His home is called heaven. But this is a distinct place not to be confused with the heavens. Referring to the atmosphere, according to Genesis 1 verse 1 and Psalm 148 verse 4. All the heavenly realms which encompass all spirit beings. In God's heaven, he sits on a throne surrounded by adoring angels who exists to serve God and minister to his servants. You can read about this in Hebrews 1 verse 14, Matthew 4 verse 11 and Genesis 19 verse 1. Angels all have the ability to appear as men when sent to deliver messages for, from God. However, the dark side of the heavenly realms belong to Satan and his evil spirit. spirits. Satan is not the counterpart to God. God has no challenger. Satan is, created, is a created being who has only the power God allows him to have for only as long as God allows it. Isaiah 14 verse 12 and Luke 22 verse 31, Revelation 12 verse 12. Yet, for reasons known only to God, Satan and his minions are allowed to wreak havoc upon the earth and the servants of God, if unchecked by spiritual warfare and the holy angels. Daniel 10 gives us the best glimpse into what happens in this world we cannot see. An angel was dispatched by God to, del to deliver a message to Daniel as he prayed, but the messenger was detained for three weeks by the prince of Persia, a demon. You can read about this in verse 13. The angel later told Daniel that he had to have help from Michael the archangel in order to prevail and continue on the assignment God had given him. This glimpse into the heavenly realms helps us understand a few things. First, we learn that there is fierce warfare taking place at all times. Satan and his demons are actively working towards the, pl the plans of God and destroy whatever they can. John 10 verse 10 If a mighty angel on a mission from God could be detained by demonic forces, then demons must have great power. Second, God does not leave his children defenseless against this evil army. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 says, 
For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Ephesians 6 verse 11 to 17 tells us exactly what armor we need to stand firm against the temptations and schemes of the devil. In ourselves, we are no match for Satan's devices. We need spiritual armor to fight spiritual battles. The third truth we can learn from the Daniel passage is that prayer gets God's attention and that his answer is on the way. There are forces unknown to us that may interfere with God's desire to aid us and we must continue to persevere in prayer until the answer comes. See Luke 18 verse 1 and Ephesians 6 verse 18. The heavenly realms are as real as the earthly realms. We will spend most of our lives living in the heavenly realms, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1 and 1 John 5 verse 11. In contrast, our earthly existence is only a vapor that appears for a little while and is gone, according to James 4 verse 14. Physical battles may seem intense, but the results are temporary. However, spiritual battles have eternal consequences. When we live our earthly lives in recognition of the unseen battles that rage all around us, we will be more careful about what we say and do. Read about this in Ephesians 5 verse 15 to 16 and 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11. We will be faithful to utilize our weapons of prayer and the armor of God, knowing that the real battles are fought and won in the heavenly realms. I hope you understand now a little bit more about what is said when um, the scripture means, mentions a third heaven and the heavenly realms and that um, God is the ultimate, ultimate ruler even though there are demonic beings and Satan also ruling and reigning over the spiritual realm in um, just above um, our earthly atmosphere, but that prayer can always intervene. And when you pray, God will send help. It might just take a little bit longer than you expect, but always at the right time. May you be blessed until we meet again next week. Shalom.